Manila. Mm. How are all the sexy men and their bowls? <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know which sexy men's you're referring to, but I'm sure they're fantastically sexy, and I just love all other balls. balls. Uh, wait, are there, the balls, the balls, like what, like a drag race challenge, like where they have to throw three looks together, or just their, their nutsack? They're, they're low hanging nutsacks. Low hanging fruit, yeah. Mm, well, we'll find out. Basketballs. Day <laughs> mm. two. Forever. Dog. Manila. The trees royale. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Well, let's chop it up. Ooh. Um... So, 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 so. I have some really, really fantastic... Uh, I had a ex- fantastic experience the other week, Latrice. Um, let me just tell you. I got a phone call um, from one of uh, from one of my <laughs> talent agents. And they were like, Hey, would you be willing to do a lip sync performance at the LA Clippers game this weekend? And I was like, How much does it pay? Because that seems like really tough. Right. But- so I, I, I did. I, I went to an LA Clippers game in full drag onto yes, the court did. during the middle of the game, and I entertained the crowd. And let me just tell you that it was a very interesting experience. Now I'm so used to going to the nightclubs where they or know to, you, where they know me, or people people have paid tickets because they watched me on Drag Race. They're familiar with what I do. They get my sense of humor. And this is the time, the first time I felt like I was just like showing up randomly into the middle of nowhere as a full on drag queen that no one knew. And I was going to be lip syncing <laughs> in front of a bunch of well, sports fans. You looked amazing. Girl. Well, I ha- I had to because you know, you know how it is when drag queens. Like people will people will point and laugh unless you look so damn good that they can't, they can't they don't have even, a choice. They, right. They yeah. don't have a choice. That's they exactly, don't have a choice. Yeah. So that was my idea. I was like, I better come correct. I painted because I knew that I, it was going to be in the center of the the uh, crypto.com center, which is formerly the the staple center. Um, okay. Now it's owned by crypto.com. Oh, nice. so. oh, so the cryptocurrency is really working. A girl. Okay. I, apparently, she. They apparently, bought. A, they bought an they arena. Buy a stadium. They buy an uh-huh, arena, girl. Uh-huh. So I was. <laughs> I was going to be a little tiny dot on that court, and so I had to get my big hair. I had to get big drag. I did my makeup really big so that people would see drag queen. You know, I yeah. am. A, I am. A, I am an unclockable beauty. So I. I didn't want people it's thinking true. that I was trying to to pull one passable. over on their. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to be passable. <laughs> I wanted people to be like, "That's a man." You know what I mean? I didn't want people to get angry that they were having like feelings for me, especially in front of their wife or their girlfriend. So I had to make sure that people knew that I was a drag queen. That's well, you like you turned it. You looked amazing. 
you sounded even more incredible. Oh my God, thank you. It was pre-recorded. I, I, I was doing a lip sync, girl. Um, the, the coolest thing is, okay, so so first of all, like I, I was like, what, what the fuck are they asking a drag queen to come to this basketball game for? I'm... But then I got there and I realized that it was the LA Clippers, the Clipper Nation Pride Day. They're celebrating amazing. pride and their appreciation for all their LGBTQIA plus uh, fans, Love which it. I thought was amazing. And it's not That's in June amazing. when it's, it's trendy. It's not correct. They're doing it in their time, and I love this. Also, it's I don't think basketball stuff. season. Just... Also, I don't think basketball season goes to June, but that's, that's I don't part. actually know it. I don't know anything about basketball, but I'm just assuming they can't play that. Well, long, you knew where they? center court was, darling. I sure fucking did. <laughs> I know where center stage is, and the center court is very similar. They have a, a big bigger cir- stage, big circle, a big circle in the middle. That's what it is. Like I'm gonna stand in there. Yeah, that's my must be for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, but it was great. It. They had they had Vincent. He uh, sang the national anthem and he did such an amazing rendition and uh, an arrangement was so good. And he, uh, I was there when he was doing his sound check and I was like, Oh damn bitch. Like boy, you are singing this national anthem. And he went out there and I, uh, people loved him. He was amazing. And the halftime show was performed by this queer rapper, Cody Shane. And she came out there with all the LA Clippers spirit dancers. So they were like oh. just there. Mm-hmm. And so she was rapping for the halftime show. So it was really cool that they were doing Pride Day. And it was it was cool that they invited a drag queen to come out on the court and perform. So absolutely fabulous, phenomenal. What a night. That's something so out of the box and so different. Like I'm here for I- that. And I all I was very nervous when accepting this gig because I was like, look, I'm not like one of those queens that like I'm not like Laganja who can just go out there and dance and do tricks, you know, for an audience that's like, oh, well, that's fun. I, I'm literally just walking in a circle and lip syncing. I mean, um, you've done your share of tricks, but that's another story. Another that's life. that's that's <laughs> a different kind of balls, girl. That's a different kind of balls. Um. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was. It, I was like nervous because I was like, I don't know if I if this is the audience for what I what I'm doing. But I had to kind of just like suck it up and go yeah. out there. And do but it. then he, here's here's the real here's the real tea. So I'm thinking like, oh fuck, they want me to do a lip sync number. I'm like, how am I going to entertain this crowd for an entire song? Then they said, oh no no, you can you only have to you only have to do a performance for sixty seconds. Oh. Oh, bitch. I was like, oh. Oh, well, oh, I got that. I got I a minute. Do that. I got a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hot minute, bitch. I can do that. <laughs> by the time I walk out to the front, to the center of the court, half my song is done. And by it's the time over. I'm done, all the people in the audience were like, before they even realized that a crossdresser yeah, came out onto their, onto their court. And trying even. to entertain them, I'm already off the damn stage. <laughs> You're or, or out the, of the court. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm out of there. <laughs> but I want to give a I want to give a special shout out to the LA Clippers spirit dancers, the, the cheerleaders. Bitch, girl, I need to I need to have cheerleaders. That's why like right as I was like leaving from like the, the little sideline up onto the court, uh-huh. they were all there, they were all there just waiting in the aisle there. And they were all cheering and screaming for me, pumping me up. 
And I was like, That's oh my god, You got banned at the Clippers game. I was like, oh my gosh, thanks, girls. I love you. Thank you. They really got me excited and really hyped up to go out there. And then even when I came, they were like cheering me on. They're like, oh my god, you're so good. And it wasn't until I was leaving that I was like, oh, they're good at their job. Like they're paid to do that. Like they they don't they probably don't even know who I am. They're just like, oh, they probably do that for fucking everyone that goes out there no, and tries to entertain. They probably uh, knew who you are. All in all, it's a fun experience, and I'm so um I'm so honored that uh, the LA Clippers uh, thought to do that and and to include. Uh, our community within their game and to show their appreciation and take an entire game um, and make it their pride day. And the Clippers won with over a hundred points. Wow. Well, there you go. So maybe it doesn't get better than that. You're good luck. Maybe you could be the new mascot. I should be the new mascot. The actual, the mascot tried on my coat. Really? You know, everyone wants to get up and drag. I mean, I wasn't going to get my wig. No, and no. the mascot, the mascot feet were still too, were too big for my high heel shoes. Okay, if you, can, if, so. you, if you can believe that, if you can believe that, but like, <laughs> so I put my coat on. We took some pictures. The mascot was fun. I have no idea who is underneath that thing, but I, I in my mind, the mascot is just like the mascot, and I'm coming for your gig, girl. You better watch out. I'm gonna be the LA, the, the LA uh, Manila folder. Paper clippers. Yeah. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Paper Clippers. <laughs> well, Noah, thank you for giving us that beyond the caption moment. Yeah, in case you guys didn't know, we're in that segment um where we talk about the interesting thing that we did this past. Oh my god, weekend. I like totally like jumped the gun on that. I'm sorry. That's fine, yes. that's fine. Because beyond you know what? The caption. Yeah, you are um this was beyond amazing. So yeah, turned, turned apart. Yeah, I guess I'm really, I'm really, ex- I'm really excited about this experience. Also, well, the fact be. that, girl, you know, it's not often you get paid to do sixty seconds and then they ask you to leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, except I for maybe in the early mean. days of hooking, you know. Uh, right, 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 right. That's all you do is sixty <laughs> seconds. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, since we are doing beyond the caption, let's look at your Instagram, girl. First of all, I see you, um, and you you never do p- pictures of food. You never do the plates of no, food. No, unless it's an amazing or an eventful moment, and this was that. Um, so um, our good a friend, Judy, and also my publicist, PR agent guy, Andre um, and his boo thing, we all went to this tasting, this food tasting. It's called Pasta Ramen. And it's this exclusive pop-up ramen pasta place that tours around the country. And uh, uh, and like these little just like you only can know if you're in the you know in the know and you have to follow the the signs and they tell you where you know follow the logo and it tells you where it's gonna be all that kind of stuff. So this one was in Miami. It happened in Miami. They popped up in um on South Beach and so we went down for this eleven courses. Eleven courses. Eleven girl. courses. So we got there. They had free drinks, full bar. 
Like, so uh, everything courses? was like 11 courses, girl. So we sat down. It was so beautiful and fun, fun, fun and elegant. But I, I was like, are we just going to just eat pasta and noodles? Like, is this all it's going to be? No, it was not. I tried things that I never even knew that I wanted in my life. But, um, <laughs> That's how they get you, isn't it? Is like, and, and when they do these like these like long meals with lots of courses, like the the thing is like a little bite sized something, right? This, everything is a little bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like, well, I guess sure. I've never eaten this. What was the weird things that you ate? What are, What are the things that you tried? I, you don't even remember. Sea urchin. I've never tried that before, and now I, sea urchins I, I, are those like black spiky things, right? Spiky things, yeah. And they, what were they calling it? They were calling it uni, uni. And I was uni. like, uni. And I was like, isn't that what Sophia calls her, her her badge when when she gave birth to Dorothy? <laughs> she said, "You heard my uni." Um, and then so <laughs> Golden Girls, of course, of course, you're thinking Golden Girls while you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a reference. But so I tried uni and, you know, with the noodle, you know, the texture didn't bother me. But without the noodle, they were giving bumps of it. They're calling bumps. it bumps. I was like, bumps, girl. Oh. I was like, bumps oh. means a whole oh, kind of like different kind of thing. What kind it's of party is this? You okay. giving bumps to uni, bitch? Is that uni? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they have like a long like uh, fingernail that you do it off of. You know, someone's got pinky nail. They you just literally, like Boop. they literally put like a little pile on your the on your part. You know, your part. You your on thumb. your thumb. Uh, yeah, and then you eat it off. I was like, Mm-mm, no thanks. I'm gonna pass <laughs> on the bomb. Put on a plate for me, please. Put it no, in a spoon. I mean, at least you don't got a mirror for this. You got, <laughs> Oh my god! So but the how food long was amazing? But how long does we it were... take to eat eleven courses? It was forever. It did take a while. We were there from like six thirty to like nine thirty. Mm. Yeah, it was like three hours, girl. And then like they had an whole, another group after us. Oh, that started at nine thirty. And so they were going from 9.30 to like 11.30 midnight with this thing. And I was like, oh, peace out. We're going to go smoke a blunt and hit it, bitch. But uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> you you ever take a blunt, so a blunt break halfway between? Yeah, oh, baby. Right, six? Okay, well, let me just take Jesus. a little... Jesus. But it was really, really, really good. Like, if, if, if you ever get the opportunity to like go then you should go you should try well it sounds exclusive like i well i hopefully well now that you've go been follow there, them and yeah i've been there and so i can refer let take referrals so i can ooh, just refer take you referrals oh, oh yeah, okay well let me see if i can work that into my schedule okay yeah. okay you know because i i could scarf down a meal in like 10 minutes you know like i <laughs> girl you know i, I no. He was very, the, the chef was very informal, uh, informative. Like he came out, you know, and after every course was served, he would tell us, you know, what it, what is. it is, how it was inspired, inspired, and boop, 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 and then eat. And then it would be gone. One See, I love, I love that because, like, it is really like showcasing the artistry that goes into 
preparing food and being a chef. Really, a and lot of love and artistry, a lot of love and care goes into it, and thought and, and like cr- and yeah, creating something bl- new and and making it an experience and something that it can be enjoyed and experienced together. It's it's really fun that as opposed to just everyone getting their own plate. And just kind right. of like, oh, how's your, how's your chicken parmesan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can I, could I give you a little taste of that spaghetti? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's nice when you, everyone's like collectively all eating the same thing that's been prepared and curated for them. And so that seems like a really cool, like, it seems like it a really a cool, cool experience. And we were seated with people that we didn't know. Like, it was just, it's, it's, a, it's an intimate setting. So it's like only 12 people. Oh. Yeah, like oh. only like 12, 12, 12 people total. And you sit around this big square table, everybody, and you, you know, that's how how it works. So they just oh, that's so cool. It's like, it's like choreographed and everything. It's it's great. It was great. Okay, so, well now I'm now I am hungry. No, it now was I'm definitely hungry. an experience, and I didn't think I was gonna be able to get full off of these little one bites here, little bite there. But they, yeah, by the end of the episode, also. Yeah, because like the thing about it is like because it's draw it's a drawn out experience. Like, sure, you only eat a little bit now, and you think, oh, I, I could eat like yeah. fifteen of these little suckers, but like because they make you wait, then it's like your body is like slowly absorbing it and slowly yeah. getting full, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I'm getting full. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and how it's it it's down. not about like getting full. It's about the experience and you have to eat little tiny pieces otherwise yeah, you couldn't you have won't, you won't make it you won't make it it's true <laughs> you just won't you gotta like, keep I'm it full cute. it's only course two what am I gonna <laughs> it's do it's like baby slow down honey this pasta's swelling up <laughs> so <laughs> it was good though well why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and get into our inbox Ooh, not the inbox girl well, it's time to open our inbox and give you some of the best advice, suggestions, and opinions of these non-licensed Therapists, sorry, <laughs> advisors that advisors, <laughs> not therapists, honey. We need therapy. <laughs> we need yeah. therapy. We need therapy. But we can but advise you. We'll, we can still dish out some advice. Like you know, we have our opinions. So yeah, I mean, we're let, very let knowledgeable. Them... So let, don't let the smooth taste fool you. Like for real. This one is from Joe. Hello, Latrice and Manila. Love listening to the two of you. It really feels like I'm a fly on the wall of your living room listening to two best friends go at it. It makes my commute to and from work enjoyable. I don't usually send emails like this, but for some reason, that listener story you shared last week about Hannah, her boyfriend, and the fried chicken mystery (laughs) triggered me. (laughs) Let's hear this. (laughs) It made me angry. It made me angry. My boyfriend would probably tell you it doesn't take much. From my perspective, you have this poor guy who was just trying to help out his girlfriend when she wasn't able to cook at the last minute and make a good impression on her parents, who he is meeting for the first time. The man is probably nervous as hell, and he's doing his best. Instead of a thank you and supporting him through a time that is most likely awkward for him, Hannah decides that she's going to go at him for it and let her father insult him in front of them 
both. And then write us an email and get our opinions on the thing, too. (laughs) (laughs) Was the source of the chicken really the most important thing of the night here? Was the chicken... Was the chicken what was going to solidify the relationship with her parents? So while he probably did cook that chicken, who did it hurt? I am Italian, and I'm no stranger to talking smack about the food of other people prepare, um, but not to their face and not about my boyfriends. And I don't care who you are if you insult my boyfriend in front of me, even if what you're saying is true, you're not getting away with that shit. I will call you out on it. Instead, she left her poor boyfriend twist in the wind. Hannah needs to let it go, apologize to her boyfriend, acknowledge that her father was out of line, have his back, and then tell her father that she may love him as her father, but he is not going to insult her boyfriend in front of her again. That poor man. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. Not sure why I reacted so viscerally to it, but it really made me angry. But then again, my boyfriend tells me I rarely make sense. All my best, Joe. <laughs> Joe got mad. Joe, can you cook? Are you the boyfriend that would go and get KFC and call it effort? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he got he's mad on the boyfriend's behalf, which I find really a cute plot twist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like the Disney Maleficent remake where the, the the evil the evil Maleficent turns out to be the good guy this whole time. And we just were li- listening it through Hannah's perspective. You know, to be honest, yeah, Joe, you do make a great point. You do make a great point. This was the 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 introduction to the family, to the boyfriend. And it really was not the most important thing about, about the night. The dinner was just the excuse for them to meet. <laughs> True. But Joe, let me but right. let me just tell you, Joe. Yes, the reason why Hannah's mad is because Joe was lying. That part, that part right there. It's he was just, lying in deceit, girl. That not was... just to her, but in to her in front of her parents. First impressions. Mm-hmm. So, so who was really who's the giving, one at fault? Yeah, yeah, that part. So that's the, that's where I find fault. Like it's not that the, like, but. For people like myself mm-hmm. and the people that I fellowship with when it comes to food, uh-huh. we serious about our food. So yes. don't say it's one thing and it be something else or we expecting this and it's not that and or if it's horrible. Like, you're going to get talked about to your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and don't disrespect nobody by by trying to pretend. To fool. Like, like to f- who's the fool? You're making you like, thinking that I'm a fool. That's the problem. Like I, you, you don't thought- know that I know that this is KFC. Okay, yes. all right. So uh, either that, uh, yeah, and then it, even if the he is a even if he is uh, not trying intentionally trying to think of it, it's not a good it's not a good look on the boyfriend Correct. because if he doesn't think that the family's foolish enough to believe it, then he's foolish enough to believe that the family's gonna buy this shit. So. <laughs> I'm still I'm still Team Hannah on this one. I'm sorry. Me too. I'm still I'm Team, team Hannah. Hannah. Sorry, Joe. I think that I think <laughs> Joe, you might be you might be the boyfriend in this this situation. I don't know if you can cook or not, but if you the type that will lie about the fact you can cook and go get order order it through the restaurant, then shame on you. But um, yeah, yeah. I guess somebody the boyfriend needs somebody on this side. Because I'm not. 
But uh, oh, yeah, I'm Joe, Joe, thank you, Joe. <laughs> thank also, you, Joe, Joe let me just tell you this: ally. when when Hannah wrote the email to us last week, she said that it was her boyfriend, not her ex boyfriend. So to show you, made they made it through. They made it through True. somehow. They did make it through. And now it's a story because we were all talking about it multiple weeks <laughs> on the chat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, let's take a break and we'll come back. We have more in our inbox. It's time to get back, back, back into our inbox. Yes. Well, this one is from Rachel. Hi, Latrice Manila. After hearing oh, this no, wait. Is, oh, oh no. <laughs> this this is more. sparked a thing. The this has sparked a whole thing. Okay. The song continues. Continue, girl. After hearing the fried chicken fiasco story, I thought, hey, maybe you all can help me with some of my relationship issues. <laughs> so, what do you do when you find out that someone you love more than anything in the world actually has some bad qualities? Well, yeah. My uh, paternal grandparents raised me and, uh, uh, with the utmost love and care anyone could ask for, and I'm not lying when I say that they readily die for me. But most parents, grandparents are like that. So you all know what I'm talking about. I've always looked up to them, and they've always set a very, uh, the very best examples for me. I've never, ever seen either of them be unkind to a single soul, and they've always taught me to be that way too. Recently, though, I received the shock of my life when I saw their reaction to seeing my boyfriend, let's call him Sam, okay, to to, to protect the, the guilty. Um, for the, <laughs> uh, when they saw my boyfriend Sam for the first time, who happens to be black, oh, 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 I've never pegged them uh, for racist people and it was honestly unexpected. They tried to hide it but I could see it on their faces that they didn't approve. Since then, they've just never liked the guy, and I've always been like really, uh, they've always been really nitpicky about him, criticizing him about the smallest of things, always judging every single thing he says and does very harshly, etc. I've tried time and time again to convince them that he's really a good guy, that he loves me and cares about me but to no avail well he proposed to me and it was the happiest moment of my life when i told my grandparents though it was clear that they were upset this time unlike before they didn't make excuses about why they didn't like him and just straight up confessed to having a problem with his race Mm. Uh, at first i was incredibly pissed off but i tried to reason with them and to get to the bottom of the of why they felt this way they think that all black people are really similar to the way they are portrayed in racist stereotypes this is all despite the fact that he's nothing like the racist stereotypes portray black people that portray black people 
He's a uh, college-educated, well-dressed, well-spoken man with a good job and a decent salary. This doesn't sway them. I honestly don't know what to do. My fiancé... Oh, yeah, he's your fiancé now. My fiancé has always sort of known that my grandparents didn't really like him, but he doesn't suspect that it's because of his race. While my grandparents are definitely in the wrong about this, all of this... I can't even begin to fathom cutting them out of my life. They gave me everything they had and more to raise me and give me the best life they could. They're the reason I am who I am today. They were always there for me, took care of my every need, and always put me above themselves. How can I just abandon them like this after everything that they've done for me? On the other hand, I can't imagine losing Sam either. What do I do? Beth, Rachel. Ooh. Well, all right, Rachel, down with the swirl. I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> um, this is very difficult. No, it's not. Um, no, it's not. Okay, go go ahead, Manila. Go. No, it's not. You don't have to cut your grandparents out of your life because you want to include Sam in yours. Now, it seems like they've given you everything that you could ever want, and they raised you right, despite the fact that they have their own racist issues, because it might be generational, it might be something that we don't know about, um, it might be just because they don't have exposure to uh, different cultures or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? But the thing is, like, they raised you right. And if you don't see a problem with it, then it doesn't matter. They're not the ones that have to marry him. They're not the ones that have to spend the rest of their lives with. Like, they're just, like, you know, they're just inheriting this this part. Like, they don't have to really deal with it. And uh, I think that that shouldn't stop you from, like, living your best. And and when you're saying at the, at the end of this email that... You don't uh, you don't want to abandon them, but you can't also imagine losing Sam either. You could do both, girl. Do both. What do you think, Patrice? I find it like, uh, I find it incredibly difficult. Like, especially if you're planning on marrying this person. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I find it incredibly difficult to not have the family support. Um when you're going into this venture. Like, it does create this divide where it's like, you're not accepting my family. This is now going to be, Sam is your new family. Like, that's your husband or to be. And, Mm -hmm. like, to feel like a part of you is being rejected, it's hurtful. And so, um, like, you know, Thank God, like, you know, I had a lot of <laughs> variables <laughs> when dealing with my situation. Like, my in-laws are from Tennessee, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. And um, definitely, you know, did not expect to have a number one black drag queen ex-convict <laughs> felon <laughs> <laughs> there's son-in-law, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like there, but I could not imagine trying to get married um, without having the full support of everybody involved. And so, like, 
unfortunately, it was going to be a either or situation. Like, I'm going to do this. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then you won't be a part of my life. Like, I was really willing to give up that part, like, and make that sacrifice. Only because this is my family now. And like, yeah, this is you, your life. This is your choice. This is, my, this is what you're doing. And I think that I think that Rachel can can do just that. Also, like, you know, like the interactions that you have with the family are like what, like on holidays or special occasions or every once in a while. So they're not getting to um, uh, live your life and know him at a, at, at an everyday kind of basis. You know what I mean? Where like mm -hmm. the more the, I feel like the more you're around other people, the more you understand them. You've like over time, if you choose to or not, you get to you get to hear their stories. You get to know where they come from. You get to know their backgrounds. You get to relate to them on, on a more human level. But that mm -hmm. takes time, especially for it people does. that are coming into it with this wall up. So I think what you really need to do is you just need to keep continue to expose your grandparents to Sam so that they can see other parts that beyond they will always come with the negative first probably but there will be they times black when they friends they clearly don't have any black friends <laughs> clearly clearly and this is something that you miss Rachel girl like how'd you how'd you miss the fact that your grandparents you've never seen any black people around them like this is the other part like there should have been some kind of a signal to let you know that this is not going to go down as easy and smoothly as you had hoped or anticipated um, based on the relationships that they have in their, their, their normal life. Um, and so that's, that's the other part of it, but it's your life ultimately. And my thing of it is, it's not about abandoning them. It's about, taking charge and ownership of your life and they cannot pick and choose who you fall in love with. And if they love you, uh, they have to accept every part of you, you know? Yes. And that's, that's just the way it is. No conditions are on love. Like you can't yes. say, I love you except for this guy, this black guy that you're pl planning on marrying. And uh, I, I don't love that. So yes. And on the bright side, Rachel, Maybe Sam has a good recipe for fried chicken. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Sam, Maybe Sam needs to cook up some fried chicken. I'm telling you, food brings people together, baby. Tell them to do an old yes. southern country fried chicken with some yams and collard greens and feed it with some biscuits, honey, and honey butter, and, and stay, take it and over stay there. Away, and, and stay away from KFC. Let's just spit that out. stay away from KFC, baby. Make sure it's homemade with love and, 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 and seasonings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a great little, like icebreaker you know and mm -hmm. you know food, food does bring people together it's uh, how you fellowship you tell stories you learn you laugh and everyone loves food so mm -hmm. that's a remember suggestion. we love your emails so make sure you send us emails at latrice manila at gmail.com because we might need your help send us your emails we might read it here on the podcast yeah and we'll be right back you got the top, 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 you got the top,
Each week, we have um, our Tops and Our Chops, where we highlight our favorite and least favorite moments of the week. And this week, we are doing Topping and Chopping our best and worst things from starting a new season of Drag Race. Yes. <laughs> we got another season. Movie. Another one. Okay. Another what is one. my top? What is your top? My top is that it's a new season of Drag Race, which means that we have more drag queens to meet, <laughs> and we still have jobs. So, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is so I mean, that's what it means. I'm thinking it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think my top thing about having a new season of Drag Race, especially here in the States, is the, the viewing parties. Um, I'm ah. really excited about the viewing parties. That's well, mostly because I don't have VH1. <laughs> I have a cable so cutter. I, I cut that cord a long time ago. <laughs> when they were airing All Stars uh, on Paramount Plus, I was happy because I actually have Paramount Plus and I could stream it. But I don't have VH1, and none of my friends have cable. So um, damn Gina. But yeah. I really like. I really love the 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 uh, the vibe when you go to a. a a viewing party and see it with everyone at the bar. Yeah, drunk, it's a lot of cheering fun. Cheering the girls. And the energy, so. yeah, mm-hmm. the energy in the room. Like, I love laughing with everybody and everybody cut the shade and like, ooh. Like, mm-hmm, I love all that. Mm-hmm. I love when everyone gets really rowdy that they have to stop it and rewind it. Like, that's how. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what about your chops? There's got to be something bad about having another season of Drag Race on the air. Yeah, bitch, I can't remember all y'all bitches' names. Like Ooh. it's now, it's just now, now this is just ridiculous. I am don't don't I'm be like, what's her face? The girl that was, like I'm gonna remember key things, but it's gonna be hard to remember all y'all the, y'all's names. I can't, I can't do it. Mm. I'm not mm. even gonna try to like you know. And like the funny thing of it, if Alaska is having problems remembering all the bitches' names, and she's the Ooh. guru. She's, then you know we're doing too much. She's like okay. the rain. She's like the rain man of drag. She remembers Baby. everything. Uh huh. Until you ask her about Beth, and then... no, not, no, who is Beth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Beth from from Canada's Drag Race season two? Yeah. Mm, yeah I, that oh one. yeah. How could we forget Beth? Not Beth. <laughs> Beth, where you at, Beth? We gonna keep Beth's name alive on here on the mm-hmm. chop, honey. Trust and believe we'll never but forget what? Beth. But wait, who's who's Beth though? <laughs> <laughs> What's your chop? Um, my chop is um, oof, I don't know. I guess the fact that I can't watch it because I don't have cable. <laughs> you don't got VH1. We're chopping you, bitch. Girl, you. I, I know. I I I'm here in New York City right now. Um, and I have to find myself a a fucking. <laughs> I had to buy a fucking viewing party real have, quick, quick. Well, if you're in the hotel room, they'll have VH1 there. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay, never mind. I, they I got re- cable there. I redact yeah. my chop. I redact my chop. <laughs> Woo. Terribly so. Terribly well, I guess that's, so. I guess that's our tops and our chops. We've got a new season of it. Drag Race on VH1. <laughs> really excited about that. Check it out. Check mm-hmm. it out. And thanks so much for listening to The Chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to our show. and You can rate and review us on your podcast apps. Yeah, and you can send us an email. We might read it on the show. If it has to do with fried chicken, yeah, latricemanila <laughs> at gmail.com. And follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. <laughs> we'll see you next week to find out who gets the top. 
forever. Dog. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.